now. I don't know who he is behind that mask of his, but I do know when we need him. And we need him now. I'll call him For some reason, the cool bars in Hollywood have to be hard to find and have to have no sign. This is the Cocktail Nation. Well, there is no doubt that 2020 has been a little bit of a crazy year. Don't know whether you've noticed or not. So hopefully the Cocktonation has given you a little bit of a reprieve, a bit of an escape with some of the great music and fantastic books and a bit of fun that we've had on the show. Spinning the best lounge and exotica from across the globe with a swank edge. That's what we like to do here. I must say thank you to all those who've been very active in the show this year. People like Gary Wells with his wonderful book recommendations from Solrite Blog, Jason Whiten from SpyVibe.com, my good friend and neighbour Kramer, James Imry, who's always sending me some amazing articles, James Spencer, who's contributed to our Cocktonation Evenings at the Penthouse shows, and of course, a good personal friend of mine, Darren Long. Thank you to all of you for your contributions, because without you, uh, I'll tell you what, the show will be a whole lot emptier, that's for sure. Now, we kicked off 2020 all wide-eyed and hopeful for the year ahead. How wrong would we be? <laughs> anyway, Jeff Chenault put together a very optimistic book, a great book on Tiki in Ohio. Well, basically, uh, I set out to try to document every Polynesian tiki restaurant and establishment in the state of Ohio from 1934 till now. Yeah, make sure you check out the book, Ohio Tiki. Late in 2020, Codename Carter managed to just slip into this list this week. I didn't get a chance to talk to them, but I tell you what, this is a really cool single. It's Codename Carter and Signal and the Noise and the Cocktonation. Thank you. 
Cocktail Nation. and the whole world Tiki Delights back for 2020 with the new album Lounging with the Tiki Delights via Darren Long's website darrenlong.com I just absolutely love this album and Darren told us the story of that particular song The Whole World 
you know, I could say, well, I just wrote this during the COVID thing and that would sound really cool. But the truth is, <laughs> this is a song I've had around for a while, probably 2013 or so, because I love Boston Ovas and I've always had a lot of, I've written a lot of Boston Ovas. And usually when you're putting out an album, you say, well, we're going to do this one and we'll save this one because we don't want to hit them over the head too mm. hard with it. So, but I'd always had plans to, to record this one kind of revive it and I did some work on it recently and it struck me that during the COVID thing that this was a it's a very romantic type song that escapism and very positive and I was thinking well this is a perfect song for the COVID yeah definitely check out uh, the Dickie Delights they've put out a lot of music over the last few years DarrenLong.com is the website we had some ukulele this year with a band called Uke Exotic and Mike Diabo from the band told us about how it all came about. I was thinking that, well, you know, there must be some ukulele exotica albums out there, and I didn't find a whole lot. So I thought it would be fun to sort of start playing, you know, writing some stuff and trying to turn some other tunes into a sort of exotica style um, using some of the Urban Surf Kings tunes, plus some of uh, my friends like Surfer Joe or John Blair from John and the Night Riders who used some of their tunes and some of the classics like Miserloo and and then wrote a couple of original exotic uh, songs. There was really no intention of ever putting this out or having an album and just one day it was like, oh, there's all these songs (laughs) and they all seem to make sense together. Here they are with Shelter Isle.
Cocktonation with the M Squad Mission Impossible theme. Formed in 2016, the M Squad have been blowing the minds of cats in Hollywood and Los Angeles with the exciting sounds of the big screen in action. Now, I have to apologize to the band because I actually did record an interview with them early in the year and then it somehow disappeared from my computer and I could not find it. But the good news is I did manage to salvage it from the uh, the depths of my computer, so I'm going to bring that interview to you in 2021. So uh, sorry about that, guys. But you know what? Computers, that's all I'm going to say. Check out their website, msquadhollywood.com. And this year, we delved into some surf music, which is kind of a little bit different for the Cocktail Nation. And we met Mustard Allegro. And I asked Mike where the name of the band came from. It's named after a 1970s British car that was terrible. It was renowned for going faster backwards than it did forwards, and the wheels often fell off. Here they are, Mustard Allegro, Allegron, and his mystical waffle-eyed go camping.
Cocktail Nation with Linda Carone and so many beautiful men, so little time. Linda was introduced to me by a good friend of the show, David Gaston, of This Is Vintage Now album fame, and uh, I asked her about when she began singing. I started singing later in my life, so I would say a lot of it was just collecting and listening and um, observing a lot of stuff. So I came out of, um, you know, listening to punk rock, grunge, uh, classic rock, funk, disco, all that stuff. <laughs> and then um, and then a friend of mine, I had a roommate who was listening to Billie Holiday. And so that turned me on to, to jazz. And then I started exploring and really listening to jazz uh, vocalists and uh, a lot of blues artists as well that were sort of not as well known, um, you know, from the 20s and 30s, like the real pioneers of blues and um and so that was kind of really the the basic roots that that uh that just i explored now it's been a great year for books that's for sure and doug Brody released the definitive book on world war ii movies and we talked about the reason these movies are so popular world war ii despite the horrible things that happened to so many people become in a bizarre way the good old days james jones who wrote from here to eternity yeah. called it a last good war <laughs> and not that any war is ever good because so many people are hurt yes. including innocent bystanders but it was a war that made america as you suggested feel good about itself yeah, that's Doug Brody. From Hell to Hollywood is the name of the book. Make sure you grab it. His Baby Grand and Lazy Day in Saint-Tropez.
Intonation with Baby Grand, Lazy Day in San Tropez. Been really digging the modern yet retro sounds of Baby Grand from their album Riviera, which was released this year. And Barry Thompson explained the fine line that he walks. But I wanted the second out release to sound more like a real band, and you know, like an orchestra, more influenced by people like Les Baxter and Henry Mancini. I've got some very good musician friends I can call on if there's something I can't play or program myself. In fact, uh, the guitarist on this EP, Charlie Thorley, Thorley, is an old friend. I was in a band with ages ago, and he moved to Adelaide a few years back. And again, thanks to the ones of the internet, I can send him ideas, and he sends me back a guitar part. It's quite amazing when you think about it. <laughs> Cocktail Nation.
Helicopter Nation, Roland Remington, if it isn't love, from the album Voodoo Drums, released in 2020. Roland Remington, I spoke to him about this album release. I think probably the, the two most inspired tracks on there are Doc Tarry and then If It Isn't Love. Um, Doc Tarry's an original, actually, that I'd written for my wife's modern dance class years before I even started playing Exotica. And it's absolutely... So yeah, the, the seed was already there. Now this year... A man called Gary Rabusi got in touch with me to tell me about his new fiction book set in the 60s called Our Man in Vegas, and he gave me the premise of the book. Well, I tried to, uh, I, I elevator pitch it to people as if Joey Bishop had to become James Vaughn. And it's about uh, a guy a guy who's a, uh, a nightclub comic like Joey Bishop or, you know, one of those guys who is recruited by the CIA to, to help for a plot to assassinate Kennedy. Now we know in the future, he's not going to be 100% uh, uh, successful with that, but yeah. for the purposes of the book, he's successful. Um, and uh, it's basically, he works at a hotel casino with a, a real uh, uh, right-wing um, kind of rednecky cowboy guy, you know, as, as you used to see very prevalently out there owning casinos and yeah. apparently that guy's mixed up into some into some uh, high political intrigue and because of his proximity to the guy our hero Eddie Flynn gets called into duty reluctantly by the CIA you know Gary Wells did a great review of this book in his soulrideblog.com page so check it out um, he did a really fabulous job on this here's Lynn Stanley cry me a river you do come on and cry 
cry me a river Dr. Nation, Lynn Stanley with Crimea River. Now, while she didn't actually release anything for the best of the best show this year, I thought she did kind of have a bit of a spot in the show as I introduced her to you, Cocktail Nation listeners. And Lynn told me about this uh, very funny yet disastrous story of a studio session gone wrong. On the very first day, uh, the first session was lost entirely. Okay, so when we were doing the lacquers, um, side A, Inside B had to be done between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. I had to go through six songs, and we did two takes on each one. And um, whichever disc had the better of the of the songs, um, that's the one we had to pick. But there was a pencil that got lodged inside the piano, and it um, it it kept the music from coming out of the piano. Wow. Spare in the works, as they say. <laughs> now, another great book came out this year by Derek Bang, Crime and Spy Jazz on Screen. He thought originally it would be one book, but it turned out to be so big, because there's that much stuff out there, that it became two. When I first proposed this to McFarland five years ago, I had the deluded notion that I'd be able to cover everything in one book of 125,000 words, which it quickly became apparent was simply daft. When I got to the end of the initial process and I had something like 600,000 words written and then turned around and trimmed those down to the absolute bare minimum that I thought could satisfy the manuscript without ruining it, it was still about slightly north of 250,000 words fell on my sword with my editor and said, look, can we make this two volumes? The best of the best on the Cocktail Nation.
There's links in like me, suicide, violet morning gown, red through the veil of Venus. Rains over Hollywood and vine, root celeste rains, where the baby can Jesus. Well, your cemetery 
that wall Angel, this is Noirsville with Jimmy Vargas and Noirsville. 2020 marked another release from the Noir jazz crooner that is Jimmy Vargas and his album Noirsville. And he explained the sound of this new album and band. Now we've uh, got an act called the Black Marias, which is uh, probably more 50s R&B, creeps into 1963, doesn't go beyond 1963. We don't want to get into, you know, frog movements and love beads and all that sort of stuff. That's not really my kind of kick. It's still looking schmick hair grease back that's not a kind of soundtrack that's what we're sticking to but with a with a with a dark edge that you normally bring to things it is well the, the noirsville album which i think you got a copy of um is again in that that kind of crime theme noir late 50s early 60s kind of stuff there's torch numbers on there too it's more guitar based with a, a buddy of mine called scotty leishman who's from milwaukee originally i think and so we got uh, a bit more of a sort of a harmonic jazz R&B feel away from the piano uh, based uh, Black Dahlias. Now if you're looking for a good Hollywood book you might want to grab Angie the life and films of Angie Dickinson by James Stratton who explained to me this year why there was more to her than meets the eye. I wanted to do this comprehensive look at the career. The career itself often gets neglected and just the, the scope of the career, just the sheer size of it and then also the incredible skills that she has as an actress. I think that sometimes was overlooked with all the all the stuff about you know the Rat Pack and the Kennedy connection and the you know the the marriage to Burt Bacharach. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, that too many times seemed to be the emphasis, and too often she was. She was defined through the connections she had with some of these important men in her life. So this brings a conclusion to this year's season of shows. We will continue to run our best of shows called Cocktonation Twilight Series. But as always, we like to do a bit of a countdown with our best of the best shows starting next week with 2019 and rolling back over the years. So I think I've got them back to about 2011, maybe 2010. I've got a stack of them, I know that. So that's fabulous. You can get to hear some of the, the releases that we were talking about back in the day. Pre-COVID, you see. Now, the show returns the first week of February, which gives me time to set up the show for next year, which I do need a bit of time to do that. This is a big production, I've got to tell you. And, of course, to take a bit of a break as well. So don't worry, there will be a cocktonation each week. And, of course, our evenings at the Penthouse continues during the week as well. I'm going to leave you with Skip Eller's band, his new band, Reckless Night Ensemble and 16 Pounds. Stay hip and 
thank you for 2020, as dubious as 2020 was. Pass through the door. 